You're listening to Success Stalkers Radio, episode 55 with master sales coach, Christopher Thompson. Welcome to Success Stalkers Radio. I am your host, Iona Garrett. People all over the globe are rewriting the rules to success. They're making money and changing the world. Join me Monday through Friday as I interview today's top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and entertainers that will leave you inspired to take action and achieve success on purpose. Are you ready? Let's dive right in. All right, let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. I am your host, Iona Garrett, and I am excited to introduce my guest today, Mr. Christopher Thompson. So welcome to the show, Christopher. Thank you. Welcome uh, to uh, my show. No, just kidding. No, um, it's good to have you. <laughs> so it's, it's good to be on the show today. I've heard your other shows, and it's always great content. So I'm, I'm glad to be a part of, sh- of sharing whatever I can share to add some value to uh, your listeners. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. You know, Christopher, we have a model here at Success Stalkers Radio, and that is until you become successful, stalk those who already are. So can we stalk you today? Would you? That'd be super. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I promise no no restraining orders are needed. So I already good. got the telescope in the backyard. We're all- <laughs> <laughs> well, Christopher Thompson is a master sales coach and speaker. He shows business owners, network marketers, coaches, and salespeople how to generate unlimited leads and attract more clients faster and easier without feeling pushy or cold calling. He's trained salespeople in hundreds of companies such as Century 21, Mary Kay, Prepay Legal, World Financial Group, ACN, Remax, Keller Williams, and many more. Christopher has personally done over 5,000 one-on-one coaching sessions and has worked with over 1,000 network marketing leaders, financial advisors, insurance agents, loan officers, realtors, and sales managers. As one of the top experts in the world at sales scripting, Christopher can help anyone in commission sales improve. So Christopher, I've given our listeners just a little overview, but I want you to take a minute now and then give us Tell us a little bit about you personally, because we want to get to know you first, and then give us an overview of your business. Me personally? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I like long walks on the beach. No. Um, uh, <laughs> Nothing I, wrong with that. I, I really do, actually. But, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm a single dad. I got a couple kids, um, two sons, and they um, they keep me busy. They're very high active children. So, you know, for a lot of the people I work with, you know, they're entrepreneurs or, or um, running a business of some type or learning sales or something. So a lot of them... You know, I can understand where they're coming from because maybe they're working a job or they've got a family um, or they're a single parent or whatever their circumstances may be. You know, I've been on those circumstances. I've had to manage the time and manage all the responsibilities and keep the plate spinning and, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so, um, you know, I, I think that helps give some perspective. But, yeah, it's a great it's a great life. Get a chance to spend some time with the, with the kids, make a difference for, for other people. Uh, and impact them. Never, no matter how much time I'm going to have, I always focus on you know really making an impact in that time I have with someone. Cause I never really know how much time I'm going to have with somebody, so I really want to make it impactful when I can. So I feel very, very blessed to be able to uh, have found the mentors that I found that shared with me and connected me to my passions and helped me to really focus on uh, making a big difference for other people. Specifically, not just you know, there's a lot of people. I don't want to ramble on this too much, but there's a lot of people you know they they. they they idolize things like, you know, uh, people that maybe literally save lives, like doctors or firemen or whatever. And those are those are all great. Don't don't get me not putting those things down at all. But one of the things that I really focused on is I, I feel like in, in a lot of ways, those of us that have a chance to impact someone's quality of life, it's one thing to be breathing, but you can still be, you know, basically dead and not living. Um, Napoleon uh, actually had some really good quotes around that, basically. Uh, to, to live defeated daily is to die ingloriously or something like that. But right, it's one right. of those things where, where I, I feel that those of us like yourself and myself and others that you, you've had on the, rate on, on the show here um, really get an opportunity to help people save their lives in that's a true. really meaningful way. And that's what it's all about. It's about getting success to whatever their version of success is. 
uh, not what somebody else's version is or what they think they need to say in order to get other people that they associate with to let them in their social club um, or you know have the bigger house or whatever whatever it is that they may see perceive as other people thinking they need to have it's whatever you know I want them to get whatever they are looking for right uh, they're so, true authentic yeah. so and, and, yes. and that to me is is a great privilege and that is why I'm so passionate about what I do with being able to help people to create that and I, I do take it as seriously as saving a life um, even though it's it's maybe a little bit different uh, application of that than what most people are, are going to expect. And forgive me for getting serious for a moment. But, no, but, but, I but it back is serious. I switch back and forth a lot, so you'll have to work with me. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. But it is serious. It really is serious. You're talking about, you know, someone's future, you know, so it's it's definitely serious. But I, you get to do this all from that beautiful city in sunny California. Yeah, San Diego's not a bad place. Uh, <laughs> it's not bad to sit there in the... You know, sit there and uh, look out the window at the water and, and do some uh, do some nice. work or whatever. It's not. I'm so jealous. Well, you know, come on down. We'll have some lunch and you know we'll we'll, we'll do we'll do a live show version on the. Uh, hey, the you know what? I'm gonna t- <laughs> I'm gonna have to take you up on that offer. Hey, you know what? <laughs> uh, we always have the out of towners. Everyone's welcome. You know, absolutely. But yeah, yeah it's it's, uh, it's it's there's a lot of good things and we focus on that. Uh, we attract more good stuff to us, so it's uh, it's a great thing. Well, I'm definitely planning to come out there at some point very soon in the future because I'm meeting a lot of friends in San Diego, actually. So it's pretty cool. So, yeah, I'll, I have a feeling I'll be seeing you soon. I hope so. Good. That better good. be a promise. Not, you know. Anyway. It is. It is. <laughs> All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, Christopher, we're certainly going to dive even deeper into your journey in just a bit. But before we do, just to get that motivational ball rolling, can you share with us one of your favorite quotes that's really inspired you? Oh, there's so many quotes. I'm a I'm a quotopedia. <laughs> like I, I, I just talk, and people joke around about me. I just talk in quotes like all the time. Um, you know, the the one there's a couple that really come to my mind. Um, one of them that I just never. It, 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 most people know this quote. Um, and and it, it's so important, but it's we, we become what we think about, mm-hmm. and that one that one to me was just the core of uh, of, of pretty much everything. Um, we become what we think about, and uh, that's an Earl that's an Earl Nightingale quote. Yeah, and uh, every you know everyone loves the Earl Nightingale classics. We all stood on those giant shoulders. Another another one that really comes to my mind. Um, I'm a poster child for this, and and, and to me it's just. Uh, the modeling principle, and that is success leaves clues. So if you do what other people have done before you that have been successful, then you'll produce a similar result. And that's really been the mantra, if you want to call it that, of, of my career path, um, mm-hmm. uh, has been to line up with really great, powerful mentors. I was very lucky to get some mentors that were they were big enough to have accomplished some stuff, but they were still small enough I could get a lot of personal attention, That's and that great. was lightning in a bottle for me. Because um, you can I'm find sure. great mentors, read books, all that stuff's great. You know, Napoleon Hill, a lot of those have all passed away. They've left us their knowledge, which is wonderful, and we're grateful to have it. But they're not here to go, hey, this or hey, that. Look out for this, or you know, they're not here to look at your specific situation. And so, being able to have had that has been so. I, I really feel like I'm a poster child for the modeling principle that if you take what someone else mm-hmm. is doing and you do you know, what they're doing, you'll produce a similar result. And then eventually you'll even develop uh, even more of your own personality and your own take on that. And it, it, it mm-hmm. kind of becomes um, yours. It's a, little, it's a little bit more detailed than the good old-fashioned say it three times and now is your quote. <laughs> um, but but right. that, that's really the, the other principle. And another one that um, kind of comes to mind, you know, people talk about uh, – one of them is from a gentleman named Gary Blair, and, and he, he uses a quote, behavior never lies. And to me, oh, that's, true. That's, that's just a great one. Another one he says is everything counts. And that, that's one that I just really click with. These are, I, I like the brief ones. I know I'm not real brief in my statement of them. but No, but they're profound, though. Even, even though they're brief, they're very profound. I'll say it to somebody at least two or three times a week. I'll just be like, hey, behavior never lies. So look, look at not what you're saying. You know, but look at what's going on in your behavior. That's what you that, that's what right. you read and what's going on. You know, you'll hear people say, don't judge this and don't judge that. Well, you can judge behavior. By the that's way. true. You really can judge behavior. Yeah, because behavior is all about producing a result. And that's one of the things I think that people get caught up in. They get caught up in personal development. The aim of personal development is self-mastery. That's the whole darn point. 
is so we can so we can master our behaviors so we can produce the best results that are possible, which I think I got uh, as another Gary Blair quote. But point is that as we go into all of these things, you can uh, the successful people their entire focus is on results. Mm-hmm. It's not on intention. That's right. Although we do want to have a good intention. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we want to have the right intentions for people. It does matter what our intentions are. Mm-hmm. But in the end, everybody wants a result. They want to know, what did you accomplish? We, 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 we like our spouses to produce certain results. We like our children to produce certain results. Right. We like our uh, our boss if we have a, a job. We like them to produce a certain result every month or every couple of weeks, <laughs> right? right? We like <laughs> exactly. these, these certain results. And, and so in the end, when someone asks us, what did you do? Uh, what did you accomplish? That That's what they really want to know. We value results. So the question is, are we valuing that within ourselves or is it always, you know, playing the victim? And, you know, anytime you're we're always playing the victim whenever we blame, rationalize, criticize, or justify lack of results in an area. Mm-hmm. So if we're looking at our lives and we're looking, hey, what's the result I want? And we're not getting there. Then we got to stop defending the problem and saying, well, it's because of my spouse or my boss or the economy or whatever is going on in our mind and altering that belief because that's where those breakthroughs come from. But those are the few of the, 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 the real key ones. Modeling principle primarily because I'm just a real big believer in, in that because it takes care of a lot of things. And when you watch and see you know, really powerful mentors and you see the behaviors they're doing, they've been there before you, it really takes a lot of the guesswork out of it and it becomes a connect the dots. Well, it really does. I mean, just like you said, success leaves clues. And, you know, I've been very fortunate to have had, you know, many mentors through my uh, entrepreneurial journey. And uh, I've been very fortunate to actually get one-on-one time with them, you know, like you said, and and they're quite large in in their own right in their businesses and, you know, but still small enough, you know, for me to connect with and and talk with. So I'm very grateful, but not everybody has a mentor or has the ability to, to grab one or get one as soon as they get started in business. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to create this show, Chris, is, is that, you know, so that people can have an opportunity to listen to people like yourself, you know, each day. Can I make a, can I make a comment on sure, that? Sure, sure. Because that, that and I, you know, I know you're going to ask me probably something around my story at some point, so we'll get into that a little bit. But yeah. I want to just make a comment about, about attracting great mentors. One of the ways I attracted great mentors was I was willing to take them to the airport. I was willing to carry their bags. I was willing to make tea. I can't tell you how many cups of Earl Grey tea I made my original mentor. I love it. Right? I would go to seminars to work the seminar because I couldn't afford to actually buy a ticket to the seminar. So I would go to the seminar and I'd be a staff member, unpaid, right? Staff member and just service to people at the seminar because I wanted to be around the environment of the mentorship. That is... One of the ways I, I share with people sometimes to attract a mentor is, you know, be willing to do the grunt work. Be willing. To, I can't tell you, you know, if you look at just taking somebody to the airport, I know it's really simple, but you get alone time in the vehicle with that mentor. Mm-hmm. And what the oh, heck yeah. are you going to talk about, right? You're going to talk about what's going on in your life and you can get a whole, you know, thousand, two thousand, five thousand dollars, whatever worth of coaching from that particular person. And all you did was drive him to the airport. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. I'm so glad you stopped me. Is that a fair that. trade? I think that's a fair trade. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And the great thing I love about a lot of mentors I've known, most people, like they're afraid, like a lot of people are afraid to ask mentors. They're afraid to approach them. They're afraid mm-hmm. they're, they're going to not want to share their secrets. Any, any, you know, any mentor I've had, almost anybody who I've, I would even view as successful, the vast majority of them are more than happy if they have the time and moment, they're more than happy to share they what are. made them successful. And you know that because you're you're stalking them all every day, right? You know, <laughs> right. But, but that's what I mean. It's like people are more than happy to share. So we, we want to never feel like, well, I don't want to ask or I don't want to bother that person. You know, go up and make make yourself available to them, even if it is, you know, making them a cup of tea or something. Right. As simple right. as serve that. them. Yeah, just serve them. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and that, that takes some, uh, maybe it takes some humility. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I, that's just, I'm just sharing with you one of the techniques that I used over the years to, to get on the radar for some people because it's not even necessarily always about you come in and you attract the mentor overnight. Sometimes you get on their radar and they start to recognize your name because you're around. Right. And, and hopefully in a good way because you're not in a telescope <laughs> outside their house. Right. Um, you know, but they start to see that you're around and, and, and connect you uh, to, to having some level of relationship and then you can expand that into a full-on mentorship type of approach. It just depends on the circumstances someone's in, but I always say be willing to do the grunt work. 
That is like that. That's just the most incredible nugget that you just gave us. I mean, and, and I really hope our listeners really take that to heart because you couldn't be more right. And, you know, that's what I call that's like a true form of success stalking right there. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Yes, you I, are truly a success stalker, Christopher. <laughs> I, did, I, I definitely stalked. I definitely stalked. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Hey, I stalked you. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're on the show. <laughs> So it's on my bumper sticker on my car. Please, are you right. stalking me? That'd be yes. good. That'd be super. <laughs> <laughs> well, Christopher, here at Success Talkers Radio, we strive to bring on amazing guests like yourself, you know. And the reason we do that is because you obviously have had successes. But we also know that that road to success isn't always smooth. So can you take us to a time on that road where maybe you hit some, say, huge bumps or a time where you experienced a possible failure? And then tell us a lesson that you learned from that failure. Oh, there's a couple that come to my mind. You know, um, around failure, uh, I'll, I'll share with you uh, probably the primary one. Um, I can remember being at a point in my career. I, you know, I wasn't this naturally born salesperson. Like I, I was pretty much a guy who everyone liked. I could get people to talk to me. They'd want me to marry their daughter. They want to have <laughs> me over for dinner, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't buy. And part of the reason was I you know, wasn't very good at communicating the benefits. And people buy benefits. There's a little nugget for everyone. There's a five-star bonus nugget. Is people buy benefits. They don't buy from you because they know, they know like, and trust you only. They do need to, to have that. But they buy from you because they buy benefits. Mm-hmm. So anyway, my, I was not this natural-born salesperson. So I, I can remember having struggles and having a mentor. And I can remember vividly uh, he and I having a conversation and I wanted to do a program of his, and I really felt like it was my last shot because I was struggling, and I was like, this is it. Either it's this or I'm going to have to go ditches somewhere. Mm-hmm. Not there's anything wrong with that, but it's not really for me. Mm-hmm. And um, I had this conversation. You know, I wanted to do this. I think it was a $5,000 program, and I didn't have the money for that. I didn't know where my rent money was coming from. And, and uh, so <laughs> uh, you know, I, my, my thinking was wrong. And what happened was I was like, I want to do the program, and he was like, okay, well, here's you – know, then I make, and he's like, we'll create the money. And I'm like, well, you don't understand. If I make a sale, I don't get paid for 60 days. And the program's starting. And you know, all this kind of limited thinking that was in my head. I was only thinking of one way to go create mm-hmm. something. And so he, he said, no, 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 you're, not, you're doing it all wrong. He's like, you're not thinking properly. You have to think like a successful person thinks. So he, he taught me how to create the money. If I were to create the money, what would I do today? If I were to create the money, what would my actions be today? Not I can't, I don't have the money because I guess okay. the brain the brain to stop thinking right, about it. Right. So he gave me specific action steps. One of the things I always tell people is to never knock or, or, or point out a negativity on someone's strategy without also sharing something that they can do differently to improve it. Otherwise, your feedback is valueless. Mm, Only share good. something negative. If you want to call it negative, let's say in a constructive uh, viewpoint. Yeah. Um, but we'll also share, hey, don't do this, but do that as well, because that's where the, the value really mm-hmm. comes from. Anyway, so he taught me how to do that. And I got off this call and I set a goal of having, and he told me specifically step by step what to do to create this money. And it was very uncomfortable things that um, I, I, most people are simply unwilling to do. It's not that they can't, it's that they're not willing to. And they'll tell you right. they can't. It's Mm -hmm. not that they can't. It's that they're not committed enough to put it all on the line to go and possibly look bad to somebody else or themselves or whatever to go and accomplish that. And that's just the reality, of unfortunately, of a lot of people. And they need to be be honest with themselves about that. But uh, anyway, so he gave me this action step. I set a goal to have the $5,000 in three weeks. So I went home and I was married at the time and, you know – Wife wasn't super excited about the idea because <laughs> I didn't have another rent money. Um, but I kept asking myself, "What would I, if I was to create the money? What would I do?" And I did everything that my mentor asked me to do. I borrowed some money from my family, who at the time I owed thousands of dollars to. I got an increase on a credit card. I went to my company and asked them to help pay for it. They shot me down completely. I, I even went down to like, "Hey, you guys pay two hundred bucks." They're like, "No, you're lucky to have a job, right?" <laughs> um, I mean, it was it was right. I was out there. I was so over the top committed to go and create this. I eventually enrolled somebody else who was a friend of mine to do the program with me and help participate. We, we kind of worked the angles out. Anyway, bottom line was I had the money with three days before the deadline Wow! to do the program. And, and the other thing about it was, so I did the program. I took the bull by the horns. I took massive action. Within 30 days, I made the money back to cover the cost of the program. And the way I behaved and the way I took charge in that situation. Everyone has access to do this. It's not about look at me. Anyone can do this if they're committed enough, right? 
And I eventually influenced that mentor to hire me into his company, and I became the top speaker and the top coach in his company before I went out and did my own thing. So it, it, it that all happened because when I was in a spot at my lowest low, or certainly in the in the, in the space of it, mm-hmm. I made a decision that no, everyone thought I was crazy. But you're nuts. <laughs> of course. They did. And so if, if most of the people in your life think you're crazy, you're probably on the right track. Yeah. If there's people in your life that, they're, that are super, unless they're like a super successful business person and they're telling you, no, don't do this, really ask yourself, is this person someone I would consider an anchor in a true ivory tower or whatever you want to call it, oh, right. a big foundation, a, a business person I would truly respect, or are they someone that is has no idea of the journey that it takes a successful entrepreneur to go? Because that's all about the outcome that you want. And you have to take actions based on where you want to be. You have to look at it from, hey, if I was this person who's this success stalker, right? If I was a successful person, what actions would I take today? You can't take it. You can't make those decisions from where you are now. You can't look, you can't look at anyone now because it's not going to work. You have to look at it from where you are. I don't know if anyone is here is ever as athletic or they like to go you know, hike a mountain or whatever they like to do. I tell you how many times I've had my friends be like, hey, we're going to go do this hike or we're going to go this river we're going to do. And that sounds like, yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, let's go do it. We'll get up at five o'clock in the morning. We'll go down <laughs> to the mountain. We're going to climb it and catch the sunrise at the top. And we're going to feel like, you know, uh, you know, connected to the universe and all this cool stuff, which which is great, you know. And then you wake right. up at five in the morning. <laughs> And you're like, and then you get to the mountain, <laughs> it's cold. And you start climbing it, you start realizing, why did we agree to this? Why, why did we do this? Right? And that's what being an entrepreneur why is like. Do this again? Yeah, why, why did I do this? Maybe I shouldn't have done this. I could be in bed right now sleeping. But that's the thing. That's what being an entrepreneur is like. It's like you think it's yeah, a great yeah. idea. It's, and a lot of people think that the first step is the toughest part. And that's totally not true. It's the second mm-hmm. step. It's not the getting up and getting down there. It's it's you start climbing the mountain and you realize this is hard. I would, I would go over that, That's what's hard yeah. for people is that they're because ex- it's new, it's exciting, it's fresh. It's that when the obstacles first start to come and they're putting all this energy in and they're getting very any result, uh, if any result, that's where that, that second step is the tough part. So that's one of the things I wanted to share just around. And then that was the decision I made that was life changing for me uh, was simply to be in that space and make that choice when really it just didn't make any sense from anyone from a, a logical perspective of uh, – you know, what may seem to be the safe thing to do. But when you, I always tell people this, and you guys, hopefully whoever's listening to this writes this down. I always tell people this all the time at home. Quit being afraid when you're already living the worst case scenario. Okay? You're already living the worst case scenario. Why the heck are you afraid? You, you got nothing to lose. That's so true. That's so true. I mean, seriously. You know, um, if you're in debt, if you're going to lose your home, if your relationship is on the rocks, if you, if you, if you can't walk up a flight of stairs, you know, the, the, without losing your breath, why not go for it? I mean, seriously, what's the worst thing that can happen? You're going to crash on a friend's couch for a couple months. Big deal. Just put it you all know? on the table. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, just just go after it. And, and, and that's just something I see so much. And that's why I wanted to share that particular failure, if you want to call it, failure story. And, and it, it, I mean, there's more, but we'll just leave that one for right <laughs> I now. I love it. Well, we'll have to have you back on to tell us more. But, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because, you know, as an entrepreneur, we all have them. I have many myself, you know. I've I'm sure you ent- do. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 14, so, yep. you know, but I've, I can just share so many. We don't, for the sake of time, we can't do that today. But, you know, I appreciate you just being transparent and sharing that with us because, you know, as an entrepreneur, you have to understand that it's all a part of it. You know, failure is, it's not a bad thing because you get so much, you learn so much. Well, what Tony, I'll give you, I'll throw a quote out here. Here's what Tony Robbins says, and everyone knows Tony, right? Tony says, there is no failure, there's only results. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I really look at it. There, yeah. fa- failure doesn't exist. One of my mentors, he says, unless the Pope calls me, Mother Teresa, Queen of England, <laughs> calls me up on the phone and says, you failed, it's not a failure. You right. To, see, I, I want to point that out just because it, you're, you're right. We decide what failure is. Mm-hmm. True. Just like we decide what success is, right? And each of us has our own definition of what success is, and, and that's what it should be because that's your own personal life, and, mm-hmm. and you pay the consequences of it either way, right? But it's the same thing with failure. Like unless that, That's just how one of my mentors shared that with me, and it really blew my mind on, on his definition of what, of what a failure is, is. All those people have to call him up and tell him, they fail before it's going to look at it as a failure. So it's really, it's really all about results. What right. is the result you want? You either have it. Or you have the reasons why you don't have why it you don't. in your own mind. Mm, that's good. That's good. I think I, I think I came from Tony too. That's um, good. <laughs> Probably did. Probably, Probably did. did. I think he's either, either you have the result that you want or you have the reason why you don't have the mm-hmm. result. You have it's one or the other. Wow. 
I love it. Well, Chris, let's let's move forward because, you know, if you can tell us this, what about that day that everything changed and you were back on that smooth road to success again? What was your aha moment that changed your life? And, you know, then tell us some steps you took to turn that moment into success. Uh, the aha moment where I was, uh, or I felt I was a success, or everything went smooth. Well, I don't know if it's if that's ever smooth, but I, I, know, I know I know what you mean. I know what you mean, but because it, because there's always so much growth that you're doing, and yeah. the definition of growth, of course, is is going to be some struggle because that's. I think Frederick Douglass, I think, was the one who said that. But but I know um, as an entrepreneur, we always yeah. have these aha moments. So you know, I know you've had one that you could share with us. I think one of my aha moments, I've had a couple. Uh, I can remember giving my first speech as a professional speaker. Now, I've been speaking since I was eight years old. So I've, I've been doing speaking for a long time. And I was always one of those speakers that you know, I could inspire a group or people would come up to me and be like, hey, great, great job. And they'd walk away and nothing would really change in their life because there was no structure I could help put them in place to help them literally – execute on those changes. This became a motivational thing and that just doesn't last very long as we know. Three days later, they're right back doing what they've always been doing, which is one reason why I was inspired to become a coach. But anyway, getting into getting into that, I can remember um, working for my original mentor and going out and giving some speeches in the company. I, had, I think I had a 13-page script that I had to go out and give and I didn't know the script yet because it takes time to learn a script. And I can remember just going and giving a speech in front of these people uh, as a professional speaker and I said to them, look, I just said to him, look, I'm not Mr. Top public speaker, Tony Robbins, stand on the table, yell at you kind of guy. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't have it all figured out, but I got some really great content today. You want me to just share it with you? And everyone's like, yeah. And I read off the script for 13 pages, and I just did the best I could with it. Yeah. And I got a lot of sales, and I got a lot of help because I was being authentic. Yeah, and because I was totally focused on adding value to the people in that audience. And part of adding value, I want to point this out. Some people are afraid when they get to the end of that and they ask for something like a, uh, a sale or uh, generating a lead or whatever it might be that you're promoting your, in your business. They almost have this feeling like, well, I can't actually ask for anything for me because then they're going to think all this value that I added was all about me and I was just trying to sell them something. And that is hogwash. That is completely ridiculous. It, it doesn't serve your audience if you don't have a next step for them to take so they can actually set up a structure to get results. Right. So uh, that was part of part, one of my aha moments was just 90% of success is showing up. You show up, you're prepared, and wherever you're at in that moment, you do, you do what you can do in that moment. But in, in the meantime, you do the work. You prepare. You make sure that you've uh, practiced your script. You should have a script if you don't. If you're not using a script and you're doing sales, you're, you're, if you're winging it, you are not spontaneously brilliant, I assure you. That's if true. If you are winging it, you will get winged results and you will never consistently produce wins. It's bad for your client. It's bad for you. Nobody wins. Right. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to go into too much of a rant on that. No, but, but that's good but, stuff though. I, they need to know that. I want to share another aha moment that totally changed my business. I, I, Please do. I remember, I won't share any names, but I remember when I first started my blog, and I first started my blog a couple of years ago, and uh, I put my first article up, right? And I started like letting everyone know I got my blog, and I was all proud of it. You, know, <laughs> you, put all this, you put this months into putting your blog together, right? And I had a mentor who taught me all this cool stuff I didn't, didn't know about, right? The, you know, we all have that worst nightmare, right? We all have that worst nightmare that like someone's not going to like it, you know, and this kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. That happened to me. I did the first blog article. I put it up there, and I got ripped by several people. One is a multi-million-dollar trainer. Won't mention their name, mm -hmm. but I got ripped by this person, and it was a personal attack. It was, I mean, absolutely horrible stuff. They even chased me to my Facebook page and started making comments wow. on my Facebook page. And so I went to the mentor. It wasn't a direct mentor. But it was someone I knew who they were, and mm -hmm. obviously a very successful, very famous person. Um, and I, I went to them and again, my feedback, my attitude I was learned was, Hey, you know what? Feedback is just feedback. It's not a personal attack. Mm -hmm. So people take that. If you, if you're getting criticism or feedback from somebody, feedback, is just feedback. Don't get upset. It's just, it's not a personal attack. It's just feedback. Right. So you take the feedback, you make it mean whatever it's going to make. You need to make it mean to get you closer to success. Anyway. So I asked this person for assistance. Hey, what, what feedback can you give me to improve it? 
and they wouldn't give me any feedback to improve it. It's one of the, in fact, it's the only time I can really remember. I remember I said earlier, most successful people are happy to assist or give mm-hmm. you some feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the only experiences I've ever had. In fact, it might be the only one. It's the only one I can remember of anyone successful that I would consider successful. Am I asking them for feedback or at least some action steps or whatever? And they didn't give me anything to work with. Right. Um, and I was very hurt by it at first. At first, I was really wow, like maybe this, maybe this person's right. And I'm, you know, my stuff really sucks. And you know, this kind no, of stuff. No, that was right? a personal attack. Well, well but, but, but here's where I figured out. It took me about two hours to figure this out. <laughs> 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 this is, but it's a really important thing. So I know I had more hits on my website that day, the very first day than I had mm-hmm. ever had and have had for like another year after that, right? They, they opted into my list and all their people, they were pointing at my thing saying, this sucks, don't pay attention to this guy. They all opted into my list. Wow, I love it. <laughs> okay, and so this is what I learned. What I learned really from it was, was really this. I had thought about it, I said, you know, this person doesn't really think my stuff sucks because this is a multi-million dollar person. A multi-million dollar person, if they really thought your stuff would suck, would tell you, you know, your stuff sucks, do this to make it better, let me know when you got it figured out. That's what they're going to do. They're not going to spend time on it. They're not going to take personal attacks. Their time is worth thousands of dollars an hour. It's yes, ridiculous. Absolutely. The person was threatened by what I did mm-hmm. or else they wouldn't have had that type of response. They were trying to squish me before I got to be big enough right. to be a threat of any kind to that person so far ahead of me. You know, it's probably never going to be <laughs> they're so far ahead of me. That, that's okay. You know, I don't, I don't have any negativity towards this individual because their content is, is, is really powerful content. Um, as far as the, I've, I've learned from them, actually, as far as through their books and various things. But that's what that lesson gave me was, you know what, you have to take the best and leave the rest. And you have to look at it and go, you know what, that's really what was going on. Simply because, again, behavior never lies. A person who is in that spot, they have to be threatened. So it helped me to see to carry on. Another thing it helped me to see is when that worst case scenario happens and you survive it, why be afraid anymore? Hmm. Who's going to look at my stuff and say it sucks now? Who cares? It doesn't matter. First of, yeah. all, first of all, it's helped too many people increase their sales. I know it works, so I know it doesn't suck. But, you know, and even, yeah, I, even I had tested it before I even put it up. But my point was just when you get those naysayers and some of them straight up, you know, they might have an agenda. Take the feedback and take the best and leave the rest. Take it and say, what can I do to improve this? Go to the other thing you want to do when you get feedback. And this is a huge aha moment for me, too. When you get feedback, I remember giving a speech one time and someone came up to me and told me I was doing it wrong. And I freaked out. I was like, oh, my God, I'm screwing this whole thing up, right? <laughs> I called my mentor up, and I told him what the person said, which was just someone in the audience, right? And they said to me, Chris, that person doesn't have a clue what they're talking about. Don't listen to what they're saying. And it stopped. It was so thank- I was so thankful that it stopped me from chasing wild gooses. So what I do now, whenever I get feedback from somebody, I go run it by a mentor of mine that is having success in that specific area I'm trying to have success in. And I say, here's the feedback I got. Is this valid? And if they sign off on it and say, yep, that's valid, then I will accept that feedback and make any necessary adjustments. Otherwise, really, the, the, uh, it, it may not be of any value. And that's only because that person's actually getting a result. So results rule is what that's I wanted true. to point out. So that, that was one of the aha moments is you're going to have that where people, you're going to have a failure. You're going to have a, um, you know, someone's uh, going to disappoint you. Uh, th- those things are, are just going to happen. But that's why you got to be clear on your why. you got to be clear on why that's am I so doing true. this? Um, for your life and your people. So anyway, I'm not right. I can I can certainly understand what you're saying because when I started this show, I I actually got that like within just a couple of days of me starting the show. You know, I had you know a few people kind of reached out and said, you know, I don't think you should do it that way, and I, I think you would do better doing it this way. And and then I'm thinking, oh my god, like do they not like what I'm doing? You know, I started asking myself all these questions, you know, and, uh, and then I had, and I really had to get clear. Like you said, uh, I did, you know, talk to one of my mentors about it. And, and just like what your mentor said to you was like, no, they, they don't understand what you're doing and you you stick to your mission. And, And so when I really understood, like, you know what, they really didn't. So feedback isn't, they didn't really understand what I was doing. Well, here's another thing. I want to share one last thought on that if I could. Okay. My target market is not a multi-million dollar trainer, okay? That's not my target market. That's not mm-hmm. who I'm here to serve. Mm-hmm. They're already got, they already got what the people I help want, okay? So one of the things I had to get clear on was, okay, the feedback I'm getting, is that even someone in my target market? <laughs> right. No, it's not. Right, okay, well, right. then their, their opinion doesn't really 
have a significant impact. Like I said, unless I cross-check it with somebody I respect that's mm -hmm. getting a result in the area I want to get the result in. I just wanted to shine a light on that because I think it's really important. People have a tendency to look at, well, here's all the people I've helped are saying, well, is that your target market? Because otherwise, right. you just end up chasing your tail True. instead of being focused. You want the people that are not in your target market to say, this is not for me. You want them to say that because right. you can only help so many people as one true. individual. So true. Anyway, so I just want to shine a light on that real quick. That's good. That's good stuff. I'm done. Good Turn, stuff. I'm turning the light off. <laughs> you're funny. I'm turning the light off now. Oh, you're funny. You're funny. Well, because I know you are a success stalker, Christopher. Uh, tell us what new projects are you working on right now that you're really excited about? Got some new things coming? Always. Um, I <laughs> always do. Always adding new things. Always taking feedback from uh, people I'm serving so I can uh, deliver. Uh, what I want to do is take content and systems, okay, and make them simple and easy to implement. One of my great talents uh, I don't have many, but one of them I do have, oh, you have many. is I've got a good ability to take something complex and make it really easy to understand. So one of the things I'm working on right now is to take a lot of lead generation content and put it in video format where it's just easy step by step, one, two, three. As a sales scripting expert, a lot of people come to me and they're like, I don't know what to say. What do I say in this situation? What do I say in that situation? So I can create it in such a way where these, these folks are going to be able to know what to say yeah, that's good. in those situations. It, it, from Both from an intentional – there's two things. When you're using a script, there's two pieces. There's the belief behind the script. It's not just the words. you got to believe. You have to sell yourself on what you're doing. So you have to have the belief behind it because people can smell it if you don't believe what you're selling or if you're not passionate about your product, sell something you're passionate about because people can smell it in one second. I always tell people, people have a very low BS tolerance mm -hmm. nowadays. True. They can smell it. They can sense it. So be authentic. Be, you know, you can be who you are and still be scripted and do those kinds of things. But you have to have the belief behind it. If you don't believe in what you're selling, find something that you're passionate about, you believe in, um, or or if you're unable to do that for whatever reason, find the part about what you're selling that you can be passionate about. Maybe you're a real estate agent. You just don't. You're not super into real estate, but you just love the concept of helping someone to you know, have their family home be here and be able to raise their family and make all these memories in this one home. We've all had those places in our life, maybe the home we grew up in, maybe where that place has special memories. You can be a part of that process, mm -hmm. but find that in there if you can't change the circumstance. If you can, then sell something you're passionate about because enthusiasm is so so important. Um, you don't have to be dancing on the table, like I said. You don't have to scream and yell at people. But if you, you, people can tell when you really believe in it. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, and it, it makes a huge a huge difference as far as what you're doing. So anyway, my projects are to take that and put some of those scripting uh, and those lead generation systems together so they're easy to implement. People can go through and step by step put it together and go, okay, now I've got a strategy for every type of contact that I make. I hear a lot of people say, Chris, I'm just putting myself out there. And all that tells me is you got no strategy. Right. <laughs> you got no strategy. You're just putting myself out there. Mm. Uh, if I put myself out there, um, it, there is some benefit in putting yourself out there. You may run into something occasionally, and then that and that's great. But have a strategy for what you're doing so you don't burn yourself out. Mm -hmm. And um, that way you can also make adjustments. If something's uh, you know not working, you can make tweaks to it uh, as you go, which which uh, I don't want to get into too much depth on right now. But that's one of the projects I'm working on is putting that in a way where it's deliverable and people can uh, can get quick access to it and uh, generate some leads. That's one of the biggest problems people that are entrepreneurs have. Right. Uh, entrepreneurs in general have a very difficult time with lead generation and sales because half the time they don't even think they're a salesperson. And I hate to tell you this. If you're an entrepreneur, you are, you a, salesperson. are a salesperson. The Greek word for sales comes from service. Okay. So selling is service. That is what selling is. You are a professional problem solver. You are taking ideas and you are converting them into results for people. Right. So obviously don't sell them something that isn't going to solve their problem. That's that's not what we're talking about right, here, obviously. Of <laughs> um, so we're not here to sell iced Eskimos or whatever term term that you want to use or pencils to whatever. We're, we're you know solve their problem. Uh, be authentic about it. Do the right thing in the long run by the person. Mm -hmm. But don't trick ourselves into thinking well. You know, it'll be okay. No, get them to move forward with you so you can change their life. There's a lot of unscrupulous people out there. I know everyone who's listening on here is authentic people. They want to make a real difference in the world. Okay, if they don't work with you, they may get some slimeball 
um, in it for the quick buck type of person that's going to take advantage of that. Right, true. Don't, don't, don't let that happen. Be as persuasive and effective as you can be so you can influence people to change their, their lives. Right, and that's, that's how you serve. That's, that's the true form of sales. I'm so glad you said that. That's how you impact when you're not there. Because I, can't, you know, I talk to my coaching clients all the time. I tell them, look, I can't pick up the phone and put it in your ear. I can't always be there for them every moment of every day, right? But what I can do is I can show them how to think. I can set up structures with them so they can connect to their motivation. I get that a lot. Chris, how do, can you motivate me? No, I can't motivate you. All I can do is connect you to your motivation. Right. What I right. do is I get them really in-depth with those basic systems because systems produce results and get them in a spot where they've got a system in place to engage and, and get rewards on those successful behaviors they need to engage in long enough for them to get rewards from them and then now it becomes a trigger in their brain. So instead of triggering, oh, I'm having a bad emotion, let me have some chocolate or let me have a <laughs> You know, maybe their trigger is now go for a run or their trigger is now have a conversation with a loved one or whatever, a healthier response to meet that need. Wow, that's good stuff. You are just dropping some incredible, incredible nuggets on us today, my friend. Aren't you? I didn't know it was going to come out of my mouth. So, just... <laughs> Well, you know, it's in there. I mean, it, you've been doing this a long time. You're a pro. You're the master. Well, we're all, as far as master goes, I know we use that term a lot. I never view myself as someone who's mastered anything. I always view like there's another level I need to go to. And one of the reasons I do that, I mentioned this in some of my calls, is my belief whenever I, I learn an idea, and I suggest everyone do this, I, I ask myself a few questions. First question I ask is, is am I doing it? <laughs> that's yeah, that's a good question to ask. Don't, not, don't. Oh. Oops, on that one, a lot of us are going oops right now on that question, right? Oops, am I? So the first question is, am I doing it? Second question is, am I teaching it to others? Because mm -hmm. the best way to learn is to teach to others. It's the best way to learn. Um, so uh, that's the second question I asked. And the third question is, have I mastered it? And I never feel like I've ever mastered anything. There's always another level to go to. Because once you go from the basics, then you go to advanced, right? And then where do you go after the advanced? Where you go after the advanced is you go back to basics. So you get a deeper level of understanding of those that's basics. Good. And so that's... And I'm not, I'm not trying to poo-poo to what you said there. I'm just saying it from the standpoint of in my own mind, I'm always thinking, okay, what's the next level of understanding of that? Um, because there, there's, there's – people talk about being independent, right? Really, there's three different levels, okay? There's dependence where we're dependent on everything else. Most people are in this world. They're, they're consumers. There's a reason why they call that consumer. Okay. <laughs> Somebody who consumes more than they produce will always be broke. Oh my God. Will always yes. be broke. So, please say that again. Getting, please say that again. People who consume more than they produce will always be broke. So true. It's, 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 it's a mindset. It's looking for a handout. It's whatever. Instead of focusing on, on producing a result and adding value, it's consuming. So as long as we're consuming more than we're producing, and that's a great analogy for people to look at and say, hey, what, what value am I producing right. really for people compared to what I'm consuming? Right, so the first level, first level is dependence. Okay, it's first level. And when we're a baby, we're pretty darn dependent, right? We we need help with everything because we're a baby, right? And that's fine when you're a baby. Okay, <laughs> right. we we get that. We're right. okay with that. Some things are cute for a baby to do, but if you're 45 and you're doing them, it's not cute anymore. Um, some people in the <laughs> no. dating, some people in the dating crowd are saying, "Amen." <laughs> um, but so that's the first level is dependence, right? Then the next level is independence, right? It's okay, I'm self-sufficient now, I'm producing more than I consume, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I am now standing on my own two feet, I have my place. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a contributing member of society, as they may call it, right? Mm -hmm. Then there's the third level, and that's interdependence. The third level is the last level. That's where we recognize, hey, we are all dependent on each other. Mm -hmm. We all have an impact on everyone around us, and we are all affected by everyone around us. Just like whenever we see something on the news, like a disaster or an earthquake or someone is, uh, there's, all, there's all kinds of things that are always in the news all the time. It affects all of us because we all, in the end, are dependent to a level on each other. Mm -hmm. So if we're all adding value and we're all interdependent, then there is no greater than or any of that stuff. It's simply we all need each other. And that, to me, is really an important piece around respecting other people and really coming from that place of what can I do to serve that person? Because I recognize, you know what, I don't know everything about everything. My mechanic might be taking advantage of me. My whatever person that does the taxes or whatever might be taking advantage of me, whatever. But if you're putting the good word out there because you're taking care of people, and you're not taking advantage of everybody, you're doing the right thing by people, even when no one's watching, then you can feel good that it's, it's going to work out for you in the long run. 
So that's just a philosophy. I, I, I just thank you for just giving so much amazing value today, Chris. I mean, this is just awesome. This is good stuff. I mean, it's priceless. It's truly, truly priceless. <laughs> you on it, man. You are crushing it. Just trying to help. You are. You are. Well, listen, we have reached my favorite part of the interview. The end. <laughs> no, 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 no. You are so funny. No, it's the success round. And what we're going to do right here, I'm going to, so get your boxing gloves on. Get your gloves on because we're getting ready to box, okay? I'm a lover, not a fighter. Oh. <laughs> so listen, what I want to do is I'm going to throw some questions at you. Everyone. I'm sorry, say that again. So do I have to get a tattoo on my face? I said, if you want to, that's fine. <laughs> well, listen, I wanna, I'm want i going to throw some questions at you, and then I yeah. want you to come back at me with some knockout answers, okay? Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right. Good deal. All right. So what was it that held you back from becoming an entrepreneur before you started? I didn't believe in myself. What's the difference between the person who owns the company and the secretary? The difference is the person who owns the company views themselves as someone who owns a company. The secretary is someone who views themselves as a secretary. Oh, that's good. Nothing wrong with being a secretary. Mm -hmm. It's just all in how you view yourself. Look, my message to you all, okay, there is nobody that is smarter, more talented than you that's got it all figured out, okay? You are as smart and talented. This isn't playing the violin, okay? This isn't the, you know, uh, American Idol, okay? Look, sometimes there's certain things in life like that that you either got it or you don't, right? Okay, I'll give you that. Mm -hmm. But in business, it is not that way. It's an even playing field. People are not more skilled or talented than you. You've got talents they don't have, vice versa. So don't ever sit back and say to yourself, well, you know what? I can't do that because of uh, whatever. So it was belief. When I, when I first saw my original mentor, okay, just, I'm not going to go into a story here. I'm just going to make one, two sentences on it, okay? Mm-hmm. I first saw him giving a company I was at. My very first thought was, wow, that guy's great. I would love to do that, but I could never do that. That was my very first thought. When I first saw him, several years later, I gave a speech in that same exact company and he even recognized me Wow! because I was a different person because I had been mentored and trained and molded and all that kind of stuff. So that's what it was. It was belief. And you will not pursue something that you do not believe you deserve. Mm, that's good. We will it's... not even pursue it. So anyway, I just want to shine the light. Wow. You are just dropping it on us today. I'm going to try to be concise. Yeah, let's be concise. All right. So that's a good answer, though. Great. So what is the best business advice you've ever received, Chris? Oh, my gosh. Um, Best business advice I have. Oh, you know what? Here's one of the best pieces of business advice I've I've ever gotten, and that is focus on you. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. When you compare yourself to other people, you're either going to think you're better than them or you're going to think you're not as good as them. And neither one is true. Just mind your own darn business. Do what you need to do to grow your business and don't get caught up in what everybody else is or is not doing. Line yourself up with maybe three mentors or three people in your field that you truly respect what they're doing. Get on their mailing list. Know everything that they're doing and cut the rest out because it's all noise at a certain point. It's true. So true. So that's, that's my my concise message. Good. Just be the best version of yourself. Yeah. The, be- the, the, the you or me today should be better than the you or me yesterday. And then the same thing tomorrow. And that and that's all you got to do. Don't worry about everything else. I love it. This is focus on what you can control. There's areas of control. There's areas of influence. There's areas you have no control over. We can't control an asteroid hitting the earth. I'm not going to worry about it. Right. If it happens, I, I don't need to worry about it because I ain't here anymore if that happens. Right. So focus on what you can control. And, and do the best you can with the stuff you can influence, that's great. But focus focus on you. Do what you need to do. Good stuff. Good stuff. Can you share one of your daily habits, a personal habit that you have that you believe that, you know, attributes to your success? You know, the number one habit I see people that need they need to do and they don't want to do it and they need to do it. And if you think you don't want to do this, just do it. Okay. <laughs> more than more than Nike. Like, just do, <laughs> just do okay? it. There, there's, there's a couple things they do not do. One is they do not have a written plan for the day. They need to sit down and write out, what are my outcomes for today? Not task-focused, but outcome-focused based on results. Not busy work based on actual productivity. Okay? That's good. That way you get more productive earlier in the day. And then the second thing, again, they don't do that. They really need to do that. And I have a list of questions that I use for myself and my clients to make sure they're doing that every day. You reach certain levels of success, you don't really have a choice. You have to do that. And, and then the, the other thing that, that people don't do, and it blows my mind that they don't do this, okay, is read your goals at least twice a day, mm-hmm. okay, and have a written why for why you want to accomplish the goal, and read that too. Make it very deeply emotional. So every day, at least twice a day, if not more so, you should be reading or have it in your uh, phone or whatever where you can listen to it. Just have it constantly in your mind and, and going through it, um, why you want it. What's the, 
I use the phrase, what's the hell if you don't accomplish the goal and what's the heaven if you do? Be really clear on those two things. What are the consequences if I don't accomplish this? And then what's the benefits if I do? So you can make them more vivid for you because the number one thing I see people do is they don't know what their goals are. I ask them, what's your goal? They're like, uh, like you should be able to tell me what your goal is off the right. top of your head. If you can't tell me what your goal is off the top of your head, you can you wonder why you don't have it. It's not that difficult to tell. First thing I do with all, almost all my clients is let's get you clear on exactly what you want. Specific, measurable, and time-bound. Uh, again, write it down, right? And then be sure you're clear on what your why is and look at that every single day, at least a couple times a day. I believe Les Brown, Brian Tracy, you name the trainer, they're all going to say something similar to that. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, people don't do it. But that's the number one thing you can do because if you keep doing that, you will take action on it. And we wonder why we don't have success, huh? Yeah, I mean, we said whatever success is to you, that's what your goal is, yeah, right? So, it, it, And the people that say, well, Chris, what should I do? Chris, what should I do? I'm like, I don't know. What's your goal? What's the outcome you want? Because I, I, every every time I go through and determine what uh, what behavior should be engaged in, it's simply what do you want? What's the outcome you want? What's the results you want? So um, that's all I have to say on. <laughs> wow, that was a knock. That was a knockout okay. answer right there. That was good. Stuff. Okay, good. <laughs> well, well, do you have an internet resource or a business tool that you can share with our listeners that you use to build your business? Um, a tool that I use to build a business, or app, or anything special you use that I use. Well, you know. Um, Obviously, I do uh, I have a blog. So people can check out my blog at increasesalestraining.com. They can check that out. Um, they can also just message me if you want. Um, and you know, message, me on, message me on Facebook under Christopher Thompson. It's Chris with a K and two Fs. If you want to message me there, um, you, can, uh, you, know, you can get a hold of me or, like I said, increasesalestraining.com. And I've got you know, a number of resources. I've got videos on there. I've got articles on there. Um, they can message me if someone wants to. I've got a number of free content pieces where someone uh, I can do you know, calls on goal setting. I've got a number of different things. How to, you know, the top three things, common mistakes that salespeople and network marketers make that uh, get in their way and how to avoid those. I can get people access to that stuff. Um, I also do typically about 10 free uh, strategy sessions, income accelerator strategy sessions a month where I will do a free session for somebody and I'll go through everything that they're trying to do to accomplish their sales goals or their business goals around growing their revenues, that type of thing, and help them set up a step-by-step -step plan, step-by-step -step lead generation system, and figure out exactly what the plan is going to need to be for them to get there and what the, and, and what behaviors they need to shift in order to get there. So if they want to do that, I can do, I do up to 10 of those a month. They would just need to let me know they're from your success stalkers. And uh, we'll, we'll call the success stalker strategy session. Nice, uh, I love it. And and, and they can have I do all up to ten of those. So if they hear this recording, get with me. You can call me six one nine three three four eight nine seven zero, or they can meet me on Facebook. Like I said, uh, K R I S T O F F E R Thompson. Um, I have the unusual name. <laughs> you can find me on there, and, and I'll, I'll, I'm happy to do up uh, to 10 of those for uh, anyone who's listening to the call. Good stuff. We'll definitely get that information more. Uh, I'll talk about that at the end, too, again. And, yeah. and so if you, the, ne the next question I have is, what book would you recommend to our listeners? Okay. One or, one or two books. Um, there's a couple books I recommend to anyone. First book I recommend to, any, to anyone to read, so, and it's a really short read, and I don't know why people don't read this. Uh, mm -hmm. It's called The Dip by Seth Godin, or Godin. Uh, the dip, like like a dip in the road or dip in chips. Right, right. <laughs> the dip, great book for an entrepreneur. Phenomenal book. It's like seventy five pages too. It's like you could sit there and you could oh, okay. read that over Easy snacking. Reading. You could you could snack on the beach or whatever and just read the book. Great little book. Um, fantastic book, especially for someone who's looking at changing directions. Mm -hmm. Hey, where do I go next? Great okay. book for that. Um, another great book is Failing Forward by John Maxwell. Oh, yes. Love that book. I've read that book many times. Great, great book. Uh, and then the last book I'll share with you is a book from my, one of my mentors, uh, Dr. Donald Moyne. And um, it's Unlimited Selling Power. And it's really a phenomenal book around how the brain works and how sales superstars use brain science mm. to uh, – it's, it's one of the most significant studies on success for sales superstars. Uh, great. Uh, Dr. Moyne is phenomenal. Good so a uh, great book to read. Uh, just a couple that come off the top of my head. Obviously, there's more. But of course. But those are great. Yeah, those are great. Well, yeah. we have reached the last question in this success round. So hope you're ready because it's a doozy. Well, I don't know now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, Chris, I want you to imagine that you woke up tomorrow morning, let's say in a brand new world, but identical to Earth, but you knew no one. Let's say you still have all the same knowledge and experience you currently have today. Your food is taken care of and your shelter is taken care of. So all of your immediate needs are met, but you only have a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Okay. Um, uh, you 
I'm going to answer that with a question, and I know that people don't like that, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, the question is, what's my outcome? Remember I said earlier in the call, it's, well, what, do you, what do I do? Well, what's my outcome? I'm in a new world. What am I trying to accomplish? Am I trying to, if I'm trying to go out and, and you know, build my business back up, I'd go out and make a bunch of different speeches and contact a bunch of businesses and a bunch of people and make a bunch of relationships and go out and add a ton of value like I do now, right? Right. And build a business up. If my outcome is to, you know, uh, feed the homeless, so I'm going to do something different. <laughs> so that's my answer to the question is get clear on what your outcome is because that's what really determines it. The rest of it is a bit of uh, – uh, uh, and I'm saying that because so many people, I'll ask them a similar question and they'll be like, uh, well, you know, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go, I'm going to take that money. I'm going to invest it in such and such. And we're, or we're going to go have a birthday party for all the kids or whatever they're going to do. Like, but they're not really thinking, Hey, what's, what's the result I want? So, so what do I want that $500 that to turn into? Cause the laptop and the $500 are just a vehicle for me to get some type of emotion. So mm -hmm. that's one thing that's important to keep in mind. So, um, I know it may sound like a little bit of a weird answer. Like, no, that's what's, actually what's really good. No, what, what, what's, the, what's the outcome we want? Cause if we're trying to make world peace, I got to do something different. If I'm trying to save the orcas, I'm probably going to put up a really cool website with a bunch of videos on, you know, kids and babies playing with orcas or something, right? Mm -hmm. It just depends on, on what that's going to be. But I do know this. I do know this. Whatever it would be, it would be completely focused on adding value to other people in a way that significantly alters their life so that even when you're not around or you may be gone someday, we're all going to unfortunately take a dirt nap at some point in our lives here, right. that we've had an impact. And people will be talking about us in some way, even if it's in the family ancestry, whatever it may be. But the, the purpose would be to inspire other people to go and make their vision a reality and, and, and make better uh, humanity a better place. Right. Um, but that's that's really what I would do. Because th what I'm hearing here is this is kind of about like your needs are cared for, right? Like you've got the basic stuff. Yeah. like it, and, and that's great. Uh, but what do we want to accomplish? So I think I'm going to I'm going to leave that with people to say, what is your vision? What is your mission? What are you here for? My mission is to help people stop struggling mm. to get sales in their own, in their own business. I just want people to stop struggling, stop uh, stop having to worry about where the mortgage payments come from, car payment, having that argument with their spouse about money. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Have the how, how to have the financial revenue so that you can fuel the life that you really want, whether that's working 20 hours a week and feeding the homeless like we talked about or mm -hmm. something like that, mm -hmm. or that you want to be a build your own you know empire. It's different for everybody, but that's what I wanted to get clear on. What is your mission? What you, When it's all said and done, you're 75, 80 years old, you're in your rocking chair. What do you want your legacy to be? So that's what I'm, that, that's how, I know it's a weird answer, but that's what no, I'm it's, it's No, it's actually one of the best answers I think I've ever gotten on this show. You're just saying that because I'm here. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not just saying that. I'm not. I, I'm telling you because it's actually getting me to look at this question a little bit differently. And, you know, since you you answered that way, because really it is about the end result. That's what the it's about. The message I want people to have is everything we do has direction. It does. I want to know is where are we going? Are we going north? Or are we going south? North is in the direction towards your goal. South is away from your goal. So whenever we make a decision, we do need to consult with ourselves and say, well, what's the outcome we want? What's the outcome for our relationship? What's the outcome for our finances? Or our, what kind of children do we want to have? You know, do we want them playing video games all day long? Or do we want them to actually have some social skills and know how to have a carry a conversation with a human breathing thing? What's our outcome that we want? And, and then what behavior do I have to do in order to get that? And, and I think that's really the, the message I want to leave on that question. Would be, What do you want? Get clear on that. Then you can decide where, what, what you need to do to get there. Wow. Good stuff, I tell you. Chris, it has just been so amazing having you on the show today. And and I truly say thank you. And I know all of our listeners thank you as well. And, and just hearing your journey has been inspiring. And before we leave, you can just give our listeners one last parting piece of guidance and advice. And then share the best way they can find you. And then we'll say goodbye. Okay, the last piece of advice I, I, I want to give uh, to anybody. And I just want them to know that... Um, you know, you do have what it takes. I want them to know they're listening to this call. They're a winner. They've got it in you. Sometimes we need somebody to believe in us before we believe in ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I had that. I was very fortunate that I had somebody in my life who um, believed in me before I believed in myself. And that gave me the strength to 
um, continue on the, the journey and the path. And I w- what I want you to know is I want anyone who's listening here, I want you to know that you do have what it takes. I want you to know that there's always somebody who believes in you. And the other thing I want to share around that is just no matter what, okay, if you don't make it, let's just say, well, what if I don't make it? First mm-hmm. of all, don't ask what if questions because they're always followed by a negative, but let's just step aside that for a minute. If, if you're like, well, what if I don't make it? What if I don't have what it takes? What if it doesn't work? Here's what I want you to know. If it doesn't work, make it be because you weren't talented enough or you just weren't smart enough or whatever it was. But don't let it be because you didn't take enough action. Under any circumstances, you didn't take enough action. Speed is it. Get in there. Take massive action. Make everyone respond to you. Be bold. People like boldness. They like reliability. They like excellence. Attract all that to you by being that way and, and, and just take massive action. And then you, you will figure out the rest on the way as you go. But don't fail because you only gave it a 70% effort or 80% effort because in the end you were afraid you weren't enough. So what you did at the end was you slowed down just enough so you wouldn't have to really put yourself on the line and say, well, I didn't really give it my best effort. Well, I, I only did it a little – I didn't really give it all I had. Waste of time. Just, just If you have that mission, you have that passion, give it all you got. You'll, that way you'll have nothing to be ashamed of under any circumstance, and you can sleep well at night saying, I gave that the best that I had. And if you can do that, no one can really tell you what that is. Only right. we can individually right. know what that is. But that's my message. Take massive action. If you don't make it for whatever reason, make it not be because you didn't take enough action. Have it be because of some skill set or something that you just, you know, you're, you're tone deaf or something. Whatever, something that you just have no control over doing. Because I already know about 99.9% of the people listening here, I already know they're enough. And I already know if they did that, they would find the mentorship, they would find the things they would need to succeed, whether it's me or you or somebody else that's going to support them and serve them, and they're going to reach it. I agree. I agree. And, you know, I think about myself when, you know, when I started this show, because I didn't have the same skill set that maybe someone else had to to host a radio show. I never did that before. But I said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give it everything I've got. And it won't if I fail, it won't be because I didn't give it everything I got. It will be because I just didn't have enough skill or talent. Well, it certainly isn't because you don't have the face for it, because you do have the face for the uh, the beauty and the, the the anchor woman stuff. So you got that <laughs> oh, going you. for. It. So it certainly has nothing to do with the oh face for radio. No, no, no. <laughs> you, you got you got the you got it all. You got yeah. You're 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 a joy. When I connected with you, I, I just I knew you were a uh, uh, you were a, a force to be dealt with for thank sure. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that, Chris. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So the best way they can find you again. Okay, best way you can find me, um, the, the, probably the, the, yeah, someone can just old school, give me a call like people you actually used to do back in the day. 619-334-8970 is my phone number. Um, they can find me on uh, social media, Facebook, etc. Uh, under Christopher Thompson, okay. K-R-I-S-T-O-F-F-E-R. Thompson's pretty simple for most people <laughs> um, uh, on that end. Or you know, if they, you know, if they want to, they can connect with me on increasesalestraining.com. Uh, any of those are, are uh, available. I put a lot of content, a lot of free stuff out there. And uh, again, I just want to give people access to me to help, help me add some value to them, help them. You know, we're already almost towards the end of the year here. Mm-hmm. So I just really want people to have in their own mind, look, if you got goals you want to accomplish this year, you got to get on it now because it's not going to happen. And next thing it'll be 2015. And then those are the same. If you have, if you're one of these people, which most people are, hopefully not you, but people listening, any of us, Mm -hmm. if we've set the same goals for the last five years, that's not funny. No, it's not. It's not funny. Okay. Um, Let's do something to change that. Don't make 2015, 2016, you know, do it now. Get the help you need. Do a session with me or get get a hold of me somehow. Let me get you a resource and let's get into momentum on getting that goal accomplished now. Um, because in the end, we're at, it's our last chance. We're out of time. The, the, there's only there's only a short period of time left this year. So uh, do it now. Don't wait. I mean, I'm not saying as some like sales pitch. Seriously, it's very serious. You, you, you do it now because do you really want January January first to come and you're still in the same spot you were you know last year, the year before, or at the very least settling for less mm-hmm. maybe so than what, what than the success that you really want. Right, because we're less than four months away, you know, before the new year, and most people are going to wait until December 31st to start setting new goals. But I, I'm already on it. I am, and it's going to be on their cocktail napkin that they spilled on, right. on, 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 or if they do, let's say they do write the goals. 
done. This is what I mentioned earlier in the call. Okay, mm -hmm. let's say they do write their goals. What happens? A few days later, it gets shoved in a drawer somewhere, or it's a file on their computer, and they don't look at it again until the next year when they decide they're going to set their goals in December or January, and then they proceed to beat themselves up emotionally. Oh, I didn't make any progress. And well, let's let's stop that insanity. Okay, let's just stop the insanity and let's just get committed and get serious because there's people that are counting on us in our lives. And regardless of how young or old we are or whatever, there is a life is short. There's a finite amount of time that we all have. And we, we're building a life course. We're building a legacy for our families, people to look and say, hey, here's what this person was about. And there's people that you could be inspiring. For any of you on this call, there's people right now that are waiting for you to step up your game because you're the person that they need to speak to. You're the right mentor for them or the coach or the business partner or whatever you're doing. You're the one for them. That You're their match. You're their soulmate business-wise or whatever, maybe literally soulmate in some cases. Right. You're the one. Guys, please take Chris up on this offer. I mean, this is amazing. And, and make sure you mention that this is a success stalker strategy session that you want to have with him because he's offering it to you. I tell you, I'm, I'm taking one. I'm getting one. So, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful for you to allow me to share my experiences with you. Hopefully you can gain something from those. And those are things that can help you avoid you know, mistakes that uh, I have made so you don't have to. Uh, deal with some of the stuff that I've dealt with. Hopefully you could you can skip some of that. that's what it's all about. We're all here to help everyone else to that's hopefully right. avoid anything necessary that, you know, that we have been through that a lot of those things we did to them, we didn't do ourselves, frankly. <laughs> and uh, I don't want anyone to to self sabotage any of those things. So get what you, get whatever you need to succeed. Don't don't stop. Don't hold back. That's all. I, that's, that's what I want people to really just go after it. Good. Well, I know our listeners have gotten some great takeaways and nuggets from you today, Chris. I know I certainly have. And they can also find the links to everything that we've been chatting about today at successstalkersradio.com slash Christopher Thompson. And they will all be there in our show notes page. So Christopher, again, we appreciate you for being so generous and even transparent with your journey. And so we say thank you. No problem. I think, thank you guys and uh, you know, wish you nothing but the best of success. Thank you. And, and for all of those who are out there listening today, thank you for tuning in. And until our next episode, remember to keep stalking success. Well, that'll do it for another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. If you'd like to hear more from these inspiring entrepreneurs and entertainers, be sure to subscribe to the Success Stalkers Radio podcast on iTunes. And if you found value in this episode, give us a review, hopefully five stars. You may also visit us at successstalkers.com. Leave us a comment. We love to hear from you.